yo, I know everybody going through it right now, a lot of heavy hearts, a lot of heavy minds, but for this episode, we're going to start things off just a little bit different. If you know me, know this ain't my first way. Certified everywhere, ain't got a printer resume. Take y'all. Talk crazy, I'll pull up underlay. RP to Nate, dog. I had to regulate. Yeah. How you know rock with this song, though? I have no idea. No idea. This was one of them ones, boy. Hey. Ladies and fellas, women and men, gather round, gather round. The Torchy and Dreddy show is about to begin. It is I, your host with the most, the one and only. It's your boy Torch. Y'all know how we do. What up, what up, what up, what up, beautiful people? What up, beautiful people? How y'all doing today? Everybody good? Everybody great? Want to make sure I give a shout out to everybody in the world just getting through and getting to it. Shout out to the workers and the twerkers. Shout out to the boosters and the people working nine to fives. Shout out to the wives and the husbands, baby mamas and baby daddies. Shout out to the old heads too. We love you. Even though y'all be hating, y'all be hating, dog. Got to get that hate up out your heart, man. We know you know. We know you know. We know you done been through it. You done did it before. We just don't care. <laughs> we just don't care. It's our turn. You feel me? Like, you got to kind of let us do our thing, and then you, you know how it is. Shout out, to, uh, shout out to the public service workers, all your social workers, city managers, civil rights leaders, all your CNSs, RNs, LPNs. Hell, I used to love watching UPN. So, hey, shout out to them fools too. Oh, and I can't forget the teachers, man, the educators. I feel for y'all. I know you can't say it. I know you can't say it. But I will. them kids, man. Hey, <laughs> believe that. They not getting no love this way. At least, at least not till I have my own. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, 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 what can I say? But until I have my own, I'm Tom Brady to these jits. <laughs> you feel me? I don't want them. <laughs> hey, Tom a wild boy. Tom a wild boy. That man risked it all. and said, damn them kids. I want to go seven and nine and miss the playoffs. You hate to see it. But hey, man, I feel good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Life is most certainly in order now. And there's a big reason why. And that's simple. Because it's the best time of the year, dog. The fall has officially arrived. And after the fall, it'll be the winter. The top two seasons of the year. It's 46 degrees outside. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Now, I know, I know, I know summertime is the best. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right. All right. No, it's not. Not today, Satan. Not today. Maybe in cooler cities, but dog, I spent the majority of my life in Florida and Texas. Two of the, it don't make no damn sense how hot it is. States in America. 
So I'm sorry, but uh, no thank you. The summers here are very ghetto. Very ghetto. One out of five stars. I do not recommend. I left it on the Yelp page. Trust me, I'm an expert. First off, every day is hotter than the last day. Whether you inside or outside, it don't really matter. The shit be hot for no reason, bruh. It's like Texas be trying to compete with the desert for who got the hottest weather. And in the state of Miami, it gets hot, but it's the humidity that really does it. It sort of feels like you're sticking your head in the oven to check on your granny's biscuits before it's time. You know what I'm saying? You're not supposed to be in there. I'm not supposed to be in this heat. But Texas? Bruh. Texas is OD, dog. It's that ah heat. That ah. That's because the sweat searing your skin like them damn fried bolognese we used to make. By the way, I ain't tolerate no slander against them fried bologna sandwiches. I can't eat them now, but back in the day, <laughs> hey, I should have been arrested for how I was abusing them. I was a habitual fried bologna offender. Now, if you still eating them, all I ask just make sure you cut the sides so it don't rise up. Don't nobody like a rise up fried bologna sandwich. Edges be burnt as hell and the middle be uncooked. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. You could thank me later, though. So, yeah, that dry heat, it, it ain't nothing to play with, man. Like, who really wants to be living in a state-sized air fryer? I, I, I don't understand. Think about it, dog. Only the summer heat can change your damn mood. You go to bed early, well-rested, get a good night of sleep, wake up to run some errands, and boom, you big mad. The damn heat that made you grouchy as hell as soon as you opened the door, soon as you done got into that damn car. And you know what I'm talking about. Everybody road raging. Yeah, you road raging due to bad driving, but that bad driving would be so bad if them leather seats weren't cooking you like a bowl of cheese grits. See what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Hell, when it's super hot, I know you see the heat distortion. Heat distortion? Heat distortion? What's that, Torch? I'm glad you asked. Heat distortion is on a hot day. You know when you're looking ahead on the road and you see them little waves, them heat waves coming from the ground? That's caused by the sun heating the road and the hotter air rising into the colder air above it. So basically, it's so damn hot... You can see it. Like you can see it. The same thing when you open up the oven, when you open up the grill. Hell, when you close the grill, you can look around the grill and kind of say, oh, it's hot. It's hot. That's what it's like when we outside, dog. I know you want to wear the, you know, the ladies want to wear the cute fits. The dudes want to get their, you know, shorts off and they kicks. That's cool. That's the best time for it. I feel you. It's just hot as hell. I'm going inside. <laughs> yeah, I'm going inside, big brother. I'm going inside. Because I think about this too. I think about this a lot. When it's too hot outside, like when it's overbearing, you know you can actually have a heat stroke, right? Dog, you can damn near die because it's hot as hell outside. Let me say that again. You can damn near die and some people do, because it's hot as hell outside. You can black out because it's hot as hell outside. I ain't never, ever, ever, ever 
heard somebody have a cold stroke. Have you? I'll wait. Don't mind me. I'm awake. I got time today. Because I have never heard someone say, oh, damn, it's so cold out. I'm about to die. (laughs) My heart is about to erupt because it's so cold it's making me faint. I'm about to black out due to the cold, due to the windshield. Now, if that don't wake you up, maybe them high-ass utility prices during the summer will. Ever thought about that? Yeah, you ever thought about that? Them prices be doing backflips, yo. I done spent at least a whole month trying to decide what plan I'm going to switch to for my utilities because of the summer. You can't even be like, oh, let me know. Let me get there. You're like, nah, let me see if I move this number here. Uh, you know, turn the air off. Maybe let get, oh, we got to get a house fan. Get one of those bad boys. Let that thing blow and regulate. Then if I get, you know, a couple of towels, maybe. That don't make no sense, dog. That don't make no sense. By the way, the people who paying over 400, 500, 600 for you, blessings, prayers to you and yours. That's crazy. That's crazy. Then you get these ridiculous storms, dog. When we need the rain, it don't show. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Am I lying? Am I lying? Am I lying? When it's hot as hell outside, you're like, damn, we could do a, you know, a quick little five-minute cool-down shower. And you ain't getting that, dog. But when we don't need it, on the day you playing your picnic, your kickback, your pool day, or whatever day you outside for, Oh, we getting torrential downpours. That's a for show. It's never a little drizzle here, drizzle there. Something to wet your beak. Nah. (laughs) Nah, brother. We get floods, hurricanes, tornadoes. And I don't think that's a part that people from other parts of the country outside of Miami, Florida, and Texas ever really think about a lot of times. I mean, some places get tornadoes, you know, and that's crazy. But the floods, the hurricanes, and the tornadoes, dog, they running the three P. They ran a triangle offense on our summer. Come on now. And don't let them videos on the internet fool y'all about hurricanes in Florida, man. Them people ain't out there just swimming in the water because it's fun, because it's the thing to do. They swimming and playing around because they ain't got no crib no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't got no crib, dog. What you watching is live recreational depression. Live recreational depression. Everybody out there got an alligator or a water moccasin living in their living room right now. That's why they outside. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. How you know, Torch? Who told you this? Man, it don't take a genius to figure it out. Just a little common sense. And my auntie used to say, and I'm sure every black auntie said this. I'm not actually sure who invented it, though, but I'm sure it's a staple in the black community. But my auntie used to say, a little common damn sense goes a long damn way. If you nod your head along, just know we all grew up the same, dog. We all grew up the same. Plus, I got elite observation hockey. I ain't trying to hear it. Think about this for a minute, big dog. When it's raining outside, right? Like hard raining, thunder and all that. Ain't nobody outside. Ain't nobody outside. 
People using newspapers, book bags, umbrellas, grocery store bags, whatever they can to protect themselves and to not get wet and get in the house as soon as possible. Am I lying? Now, why is that? Because, I mean, we love the rain, right? We love the rain. We love getting wet. We love the water. So why is that? Why are you rushing into the house? Because you don't like it like that, and it ain't no damn rain and flooding in the house at the time. That's why you're trying to get in there. You're trying to get dry. The majority of folks with good sense don't want to just kick it and vibe out in the rain. Don't let these movies fool you, man. Ain't nobody dancing in the rain at 2.34 p.m. on a random Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? I hate to tell it to you, but listen, man. I love Ray J's One Wish Like the Next Person. That's fake rain. Yeah, that's a fire truck, dog. We've been doing it like that in film for years. Take the fire truck, shoot the hose up in the air at an angle, have some wind if you want the, the aesthetics. You have a, a, a um, some aluminum sheet so you can have the thunder in the background. And there you go. You got the look. Make sure you light it right so it don't look too cheesy. But you got the look for the most part. If you got a real budget, you get a rain rig. You ain't got to call in the fire truck. You get the rain rig, you, you're good there. But that's Hollywood. That's movie. That's the theatrics, the extras. You feel me? That's the first bit of common sense to let me know people ain't really trying to be outside like that unless it's just recreational depression. The second reason I know it's depression is because, hey, man, uh, you seen that water? <laughs> hey, nah, nah, nah. That's, a, that's an honest question. You see that water that be in them videos? That, that's that boo-boo water. Yeah, yeah, that's that boo-boo agua. Uh-huh. That water be brown, dirty, old cigarette buds. Whatever you see in the city is in there. Them pissy stairs by the subway is in there. The trash you forgot to take out yesterday and missed the truck is in there. That COVID, that Rona, dog, it's in there. It's in there. All that's in there and ain't nothing but the element, dog. That ain't nothing but the element. And you so sick about this crib that you just bought, hope you got flood insurance. Or you just paid the rent for the month and ain't got nothing but time on your hands, dog. Because they got you. You just paid the rent yesterday. You feel me? You just paid it yesterday. You was going to be late, but you're trying to be better. You're trying to be better. And you paid it on time and now look at you. You ain't got nothing but time on your hands. Go on ahead then. Go on ahead and dump dive in Lake Rancid. <laughs> Go ahead. You ain't got nothing to lose, boss man. Not at this point. I understand. Matter of fact, I overstand. Yeah, I overstand, player. I, I, I'm just not going to be there with you. Yeah, I'm not going to be there with you. Mm-mm, mm-mm, that ain't me. Nope. And you can't come inside to dry off after. I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, nah. Once you make a decision like that, oh, you got to see it through. You got to stay out there. You need to thug it out and then seek shelter elsewhere. Before we ever kick it again, I'm going to need a 65-panel examination lab report because I know you radioactive. I know you radioactive. I can smell you from over here. Come on now. Matter of fact, I'm seeing the little waves, the heat waves from you. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing them from you, dog. Ain't no way we about to be in the same area and pretend you wasn't just out there mudding in the dumpster. Hell no. That's just, that's just one of many reasons. For me, the summer 
It ain't it. It ain't it. Another is, and I mean this respectfully, I really do. I really, really do. But to the fellas and the ladies, there's no easy way to say this. But I'm that friend. I'm that friend that says what should be said, just probably not this loud. Y'all be stank as hell, man. Hey, (laughs) there, I said it. I said, hey, yo, somebody had to, man. Y'all be stank as hell during the summer. And it's not just recently. So don't blame it on global warming. Don't blame it on global warming saying, oh, you know, the temperature didn't change and my body reacting and blah, 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 blah. Mm -mm. And don't blame it on you trying out the vegan deodorant either. We don't believe it. We don't believe it. Y'all been stank for a decade. Easy. Easy money. Easy. And it don't make no damn sense. I know, I know, I know. You trying to switch to the aluminum-free deodorants of the world, the Toms, the Mitchums, and the Dr. Teals of the world. But dog, I'm I'm trying to tell you, it ain't the deodorant. It's your gut. <laughs> it's your gut, man. You always been stank. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. You always been stank. It's just that the cool air been muting your smell like crazy. You know what I'm saying? You know how when when you when you go outside and you played as a kid and you kind of was stank, but you came inside for a while. Now your parents done told you, you need to take a bath, but after a while it kind of settles. That's because the smell is in the dormant stages. Mm-hmm. That's research. That's accurate. You can look that up. That's that's in the dormant stages right there. You gotta uh, you gotta focus though. You got to focus and look past that. Don't be lazy. Your ass is stank. 1,000%. 1,000. The summer heat is batting 300. You know what I mean? It don't miss. You can't eat two bowls of cereal for breakfast, fried chicken for lunch, and wings and fries for dinner, and then wonder why the Dr. Teals don't work. Help Dr. Teal help you, brother. By the way, I don't have a sponsorship with none of these companies. So from now on, we sh- we just going to call them Dr. Healthy Stuff. Dr. Healthy Stuff is a doctor, not a priest, not a magician, beloved. You got to get your guts in order. Mm, you got to. You, you got to. Stop using the cheap perfume to mask it. The cheap colognes. Try out some wet wipes. I mean, them things are a lifesaver. First of all, you should have wet wipes in your bathroom in general anyways. I mean, I'm not even sure why we're having this conversation, but those are multi-purpose items there. You like those, you need that. That's like next level. I wouldn't even say it's next level because at this point, we grown. That should be base level. Base level, just good hygiene. And if you can't carry a couple wet wipes on you because you know you stink, because you know you stink. I mean, even when I was musty at times, I knew I was musty. It wasn't like, oh, I didn't know I was musty. I can't smell musty. Cut it out. Cut it out. You hear the sinus in my voice right now? Dog, cut it out. Cut it out. I've lived with sinus issues for years. Couldn't smell anything. I could smell the funk. I could smell the funk, dog. I could smell the funk. But if you somehow can't bring the wet wipes around you, at least use a fat boy sweat rag. You know what I mean? <laughs> a fat boy sweat rag is a lifesaver because you ain't even got to be a fat boy to benefit from a fat boy sweat rag. I don't know if you know that. It's really a unisex multi-purpose 
And one size fits all. Yeah, one size fits all. I had a homeboy back in undergrad that took his white rag everywhere, dog. Everywhere. You know what I mean? I hope you don't hate me for this. Because it's the truth. It was no slander his way, by the way. Back then, it was three constants in life when we was rolling out with my group of homies. One, free entry before 10 at Baja's. Don't play with it. We broke. We got to get up in there. I know what J. Cole was talking about. You know what I'm saying? I felt that when he said, pull up to the club early, get in for free, and wait for to show up. (laughs) He wasn't lying. Uh, That is a real thing, dog. That is a, we would rather just spend the money on the drinks or spend it on something else. I'm sorry, but I'm a, I was a college, college student. You know what I mean? I was a broke college student. I wasn't the college student. I was like, damn, you make more than the teachers. Like what the hell? Like, no, we was carpooling dog. We was in a, we was in the old Camry, but anywho, uh, the second constant free peace on land is green. If you give them an email, come on now, come on now. All those that went to Florida State know what I'm talking about. But I I guarantee you on any campus, any college campus, any community college, anywhere, dog, that you went, if you gave them folks who was just randomly placed up with a chair and a table, your email, oh, you're going to get a piece. You're going to get a piece. You know what I'm saying? You got pretty privilege, you might get two slices. You flirt with the lady long enough, don't be creepy. You might get two slices. That's, that's, that's just a constant. And the third and final constant, my dog Jarvis bringing his reliable sweat rag to any, and I mean any, and every party or club. I don't even know how he got it in sometimes. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't even know how he got it in because it was obviously, it was, it was, it was obvious white fat boy rag. I mean, every so often he might have switched it out, you know, to, to clean it and he would use, I think, a gray one maybe. But the white one, crisp as hell, by the way. Chris, don't play with him. Don't play with him like that. Crisp as hell. What's even crazier is he had the fat boy sweat rag, right? And like I told you, he wasn't even big. Nah, he wasn't even big. I was skinny as hell. He was a little bit bigger than me, but he wasn't even big. He was like a regular human. <laughs> he was just resourceful, resourceful as hell. Because while we all was out here grabbing all these paper towels from the bar, sweating profusely, now we got crumbs on the face. Ladies wiping down paper towels, all their makeup off, the lights hit on a dog. Listen. Listen, Saul wasn't the only person who wore makeup that scared me. You feel me? I'm going to just leave it right there. I'm going to leave it right there because we just passed Halloween. But I got to give it up to Jarvis. I got to give it up to Jarvis because if, if it wasn't for that rag, I probably would have been left at a many gatherings. <laughs> I was the uh, purveyor. I was the surveyor, the uh, hunter-gatherer of the group, or at least I, I, I think I was at times, me and a couple of others. You know, we didn't sit in one space. We weren't that group of homeboys. Now, I don't know how the club is situated now. It's more like just get a table, get a section, and you do all what you do. But I was a hunter-gatherer. You feel me? Think of that scene when Nas and DMX walk into the club in Belly, yeah, boy. And back then, we danced with the women's. We danced with the women's. So it was game time. But being that it's game time, you get too deep in the game. <laughs> Way too deep in the game. You forget your ass ain't drive here. 
Yeah, you ain't seen your boys in hours. Hours, big dog. So knowing that, you know what I'm saying? All I knew, I had to find the fat boy rag. I had to find the fat boy sweat rag. And as soon as I found the fat boy sweat rag, I was reunited with my homies and I was guaranteed to not be walking in Tallahassee in the middle of the night. By the way, Tallahassee probably one of the safer places that you can walk in the middle of the night. And it ain't safe there, dog. So it was never an option for me to be walking in the middle of the night. That was just weirdo behavior there. Either you was or you was angry. You was real angry. And, you know, it was two people walking home, weirdos and really angry people. Got to walk it off sometimes. I ain't even going to judge. But you got to remember, people, your sweat really is like your personal exhaust. Whatever you put in your body, it's going to put out. It's going to put out. You got to give up that, that, that whole milk. That got to be the first step, dog. Got to be the first step. Because that's the funky. Like, come on now. You got to give it up. No way in hell you thought that that curved cologne that you done had since sixth grade was going to win against the stench of meat lover's pizza and a 16-ounce Sunkiss King. Come on. Come on now. That's a nasty combo in any era. Any era. So, yeah. Then you got the other season I don't really rock with like that. And that's the spring. To be honest, I don't have a whole bunch of reasons like I have for the summer. I just don't know who really messes with the spring. I mean, we all pretend we do, even myself. We all like to like the idea of liking spring. We all pretend we do because it's the season of new beginnings, growth, possibilities, positivities, wisdom. But after them first two weeks, dog, you be on the same damn thing you been on. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out. But if I had to, I had to, because the real, what I'm really going with this is the real reason spring ain't it, and mostly for me. Now, maybe if you don't suffer from this, then that's your own business. But for me, it's my allergies, dog. Like, spring is mostly calm with perfect weather. You can't really ask for better weather overall. It's like two of the baddies got together it, it the, the weather at least feels like when the mac and cheese hit the baked beans Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. elite that's an elite achievement elite achievement in kickback history and the spring is just like that when it comes to the weather it's perfect if you want to dabble outside but as soon as i take my narrow butt outside like clockwork all year long i be vibing And then as soon as I go outside, (laughs) yeah, y'all know what that sound is, right? That's your allergies, big sister. That's your allergies. That scratching should not be happening. You need some damn Zyrtec. (laughs) Yeah, some Claritin or something. Scratching your ear. You know what I'm talking about when you're scratching your ear? Like as soon as you wake up in the morning? Hey, that ain't normal either, dog. It took me years to find that out. I'm here to educate the black community like I've been educated. That ain't normal. That's your allergies. Yeah, I know you say, I ain't got allergies. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You got allergies. Most of us do. Most of us do. As a matter of fact, I don't even know if I don't trust. I don't even know if I trust somebody who don't got allergies. You know what I'm saying? I look like I look them up in the face differently now when you be like, I ain't got no allergies. I don't ever struggle. Well, what you doing then, dog? What you what you doing here, Mr. Robot? It's just crazy to me. I don't know. Because in the spring, 
You could try to go to the park for a bit of fresh air and, you know, connect with nature, hug a tree, which I strongly suggest. And then you'll damn near have an asthma attack. Mm-hmm. Damn near asthma attack every time. And don't you think about making big plans for the weekend. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't you make plans and actually wash your whip. Don't do it. You might want to save the wash for the summertime. Springtime, not going to be able to do it. That's a trick and a half right there. Because the pollen, that pollen going to stick right to that turtle wax job you got 30 minutes ago, like oatmeal to your ribs. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't going nowhere. And I know y'all feel me on that one. If y'all don't feel me on the allergy ones, whatever, you a robot. But I know you feel me on the pollen on the car. And I know this because of one main reason. Everybody whip be dusty as hell too. <laughs> hey, it's like we all know. Not right now. Damn that. We, rate, we, we just going to go ahead and wait on the rain, big dog. We going to go ahead and wait on the rain to get that free rent. It ain't going to always rain, but when it do, we'll get a clean off. You know what I'm saying? Hell, it almost be more productive to use a dust cleaner on your car to get the, to get the pollen off than get a car wash. But fall and winter, come on, man. Come on. These seasons don't compete with fall and winter. Think about everything fall and winter do for you, do for me, do for the people. This ain't up for debate. During them final two seasons, we learn quick, first of all, who can and who can't dress. You need to be able to put a fit together. You ain't even got to, you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about luxury. I'm just talking about things that look right, things that match the vibe. If you want to be an old head and you want to dress like the old heads in the 90s did, fine. By all means, go for it. But that ain't me. You know what I mean? That ain't me. I don't want to say I try to stay current. I have my own vibe, but my own vibe fit because, you know, how you dress is, is a way that you express yourself. And boy, y'all don't be expressing yourself. Nah. <laughs> y'all don't be expressing yourself right at all, dog. At all. And I know what you're thinking. I ain't got to be out here getting clothes every summer. Blah, blah, blah. These things expensive, especially when it's wintertime. That's why you get them in the summer. That's why you get them in the spring. Winter clothes actually be on sale cheaper than summer clothes when summer clothes be on sale during the winter. Don't ask me how I know. I found out. I, I, I try to be dressing a little bit. I ain't going to lie. I try to. I try a little bit. I, I do my thing. I'm all right. Appreciate y'all. For y'all who said I, I appreciate y'all, bro. You know what I'm saying? I came a long way. Let me tell you, I came a long way. But layering up, that's always a vibe. That's always a vibe. And for the individuals who like to, oh, well, you know, I don't dress up. I like to look poor. I like the pores now. You know, I just jogging. That's your season. Fall and winter is your season then. You don't even got to wear bright colors. Everybody dark. Everybody dark and trying to stay warm. That's your time. Then you got public transportation or public traffic or whatever the case may be. You're going to see where I'm going with this. I don't know if you notice this, but when it's chilly and cold, don't nobody be outside. I mean, it'd be a few people, but the roads be a lot smoother. In the summer, bumper to bumper traffic. I told you about the, I told you about the road rage. People don't be road raging in the winter. People don't be you're too focused on trying to get that damn heater to work. Trying to get the heater right. Yeah, hey man, which way do I turn this? Do I supposed to turn on the defrost first or am I supposed to switch the CZ? We all, we all go through that struggle too, especially when you got a newer car. Like you got to figure it out so you can get in there quick. But yo, everybody that go out 
during that time of the year are very intentional about going out at that time of the year. Sometimes when it's warmer, you slide because, you know, you ain't really got shit to do. You bored. You want to see your team, you know what I'm saying? You throw some light together. You step out. But in your head, emotionally, mentally, you just broke up, uh, just lost your job, you got food at the house, whatever it may be, you don't really want to be there. You, <laughs> you don't really want to be there because it ain't going to just be y'all there. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to just be a, it's going to be the element. The element going to be there. You can't wait. Deep down inside your mind, you can't wait till security say, hey, man, valet 50, valet 80, valet 100. So you can slide. You're like, ah, can't make it. But valet be saying 20, so you be stuck. You stuck out there in the element during the summer, and you don't even want to be there. You got food at the house. In the winter, first off, it's nippy outside. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and say it. It's nippy outside. So if I'm going out, it's with people I really want and really need to see. We going out for purpose now. Food. Getting to point A from point B. Getting back to point A. That's, that's usually the route, dog. And as soon as that heart get on your neck, as soon as you open the whip, you like, man, it is colder than a I'm finna slide back home. I need to be saving. Anyways, all your common sense just kick back in. All, all the smart tendencies just kick back in. Would you look at that? The winter protecting your damn budget. Now, if you living out north, like in New York, during the winter, it's like the city bought a million air fresheners. Because during the summer, I don't know if y'all know, it stank as hell. But during the winter, it smells a little bit better. That's Come on now, I done told you. What did I say earlier? That's the dormant stage. It's dormant. Not sure if you've ever been, but that summer, that summer subway is mad violent, way out of pocket. And the winter is much better and much less people traveling in general. And of course, we can't forget the cuddle sessions during the fall and winter. Can't forget that. Yeah, we need that. <laughs> hey, usually I give y'all the cuffing season breakdown around this time. But man, y'all grown, all right? Y'all grown. If you still struggling after all them gems I drop, it's you. It's you. You the problem. I'm telling you, I'm the friend that's going to say what's supposed to be said, just not as loud. You the problem, beloved. I'm here to say what your fake bestie won't. They keep saying, oh, don't worry about it. It's just this, this, just that, blah, 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 blah. Bro, after a while, when do you look at self? When do you look at self and say, damn, another one bites the dust? Maybe you ain't a bad partner. Maybe you're a bad chooser. That's on you still. That's on you still. At some point, you got to look at the trends. Ain't no way you've been striking out for the last three mango seasons. Don't get me wrong. If you're choosing to be solo, and that's your thing. Best of luck to you. Keep your peace. Play your R&B and cook your chicken Alfredo that nobody wants for the 30th time this year, beloved. All that. All that. But if you out here stressing on the waiver wire, sitting in the free agency pool too long, when are we going to start to look at the front office? Look at self. Come on now. Come on now. On his hinge profile, he said, I don't have a job at the moment, but I'm working on it. See, that, that, that's just an obvious lie. That's an obvious lie. 
That's an oxymoron if I ever heard one. Listen, dog, listen. I'm not saying that you need a lot of money to date a woman. You don't. But you need a little bit. You need a consistent check. You need to, at least, you know what I mean? You need something. You need something coming in. So if you've seen that the whole time on his hinge paces, I'm sorry, but I, I got to look at you funny in the light. She posted zero kids, big brother. But when you started texting and then y'all went on the first date, she told you as she took a break from eating a chicken Alfredo, oh, nah, um, I said I ain't had no kid, but I just don't like putting my information on the internet, you know? I got three. Excuse me? Come again and say what? Come again and say what? Now y'all eight months in because the monkey fire. But you got trust issues from your last relationship. And now you don't believe none she say. That's on you, coach. That's on you. She gave you all the signs, dog. She gave you all the signs. First, she lied off, off rip. Why you hiding your kids? Why you hiding your kids? I know it's, it's tough out there for people with kids to date. I get that. But at what time is it ever going to be a good time to tell somebody you got kids if you met under the guise that you didn't have kids? That's a little, that sounds a little bit like treachery to me, though. <laughs> oh, no. Then she eating chicken Alfredo. You know how I feel about chicken Alfredo, dog. I like chicken Alfredo, but I believe y'all just muddied it out. That's why I roast on it all the time. Y'all milked it, goddammit. Y'all milked it during COVID. Everybody had a chicken Alfredo recipe they were showing. Enough was enough. I haven't had it in years. And stop buying the Alfredo out the damn jar, man. It don't take too much to do it. What's wrong with y'all? Them jars be sold out every time I walk. <laughs> Look, man, I can't keep putting y'all in position on the goal line to score six and you keep kicking the field goals. That's insanity. That's hustling backwards. This is y'all fault. But back to my point, for those who ain't struggling with the aforementioned issues, cuddle season is top tier. But man, ain't nothing better than watching Friday for the 50 lamb time laid up drinking a little hot cocoa with your stink link. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with watching them early season NBA games with your boo thing. She don't know nobody but LeBron, KD, and Steph. But when you say, come on, ref, come on, ref, if she a real one, she going to say, where's the foul? Where's the foul? That's a keeper, big brother. Come on now. That's, 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 that's special. Speaking of. Here's a gym, because, you know, I can't help but keep helping. Here's a gym, ladies. If your man's is rooting for his team, right? He rooting for his team. Unless there's some reason, like you're a super sports buff from way before you met him, and you already established that, or your dad put you onto a team as a kid, you don't really watch, but you know you love your dad or your brothers or whatever. Unless it ain't really that, and I don't even know if that's sometimes enough, but unless it ain't that, hey, it would behoove you to follow suit with said team, it would behoove you to root for the same team. I'm just keeping it up, up, even if they sorry, especially if he down to die for this. Now, how do you know if your lover is willing to die for their team? You know, don't go out bad trying to be 
quote unquote different by picking the ops just to have fun and be funny. If your man is a Dolphins fan, don't root for the damn Patriots. If your man is a Yankee fan, don't root for the damn Red Sox. If he a Laker fan, don't root for the damn Celtics. Hell, if he a PlayStation 5 fan, don't root for the Xbox, dog. Unless you got these previous ties or situations explained, let me be clear. That shit is not funny, nor does it ever end well for you. Trust me. All you doing is annoying that brother and giving him one more reason to not watch the game at the crib. You take that how you want it. By the way, um, I, I, I do feel it's kind of important to say as a bit of a, uh, a warning tag that during cuddling season, uh, you are more likely to start a family. Yeah, you probably going to make a, a family addition if you ain't careful. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying that I ain't going to lie about that. That needs to be said. So if you ain't ready for that stage in your life, there's steps that you could do to prevent that. But also, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, man, so let me see where we at. Uh, oh, I know exactly what I meant to tell y'all. So, you know, on the pod, right, I try to give you the worldly updates, right? I try to keep you um, a bit in the know. Well, this next bit of news is definitely worldly news. L, considering what was pulled off, it might be otherworldly. Like, I don't know who doing the Guinness Book of World Records TV show these days, but dog, <laughs> y'all might need to holler at him. Y'all might, uh, this could be an episode. This could bring the season back, for sure. Netflix, I'm just saying, this you might want to do something. Have y'all heard about Arthur Lee Cofield Jr.? Yeah, Arthur Lee Cofield Jr., the 31-year-old inmate that's being accused of impersonating billionaire Sidney Kimmel and finessing Sidney out of $11 million, just about. Y'all didn't hear about that? Or you did? Man, Arthur Lee Cofield Jr., according to court documents, say he impersonated Sidney Kimmel to the finesse of $11 million, and he used those funds to buy gold coins and a mansion in Buckhead. <laughs> that's, that's in Atlanta for the uncultured listening. That's in Atlanta. But, hey, yo, <laughs> crazy, right? That's just, I mean, come on now. I got I got to give it to him for you know buying the gold coins. That that was smart. Gold going to hold that value is probably even going up. Now that was a that was a clean move. Can't even lie. That was a clean move. Buying a crib in Buckhead though, mm, kind of obvious. <laughs> but even more crazy is this was all orchestrated from his cell inside a maximum security facility in wait for it. Butts County, Georgia. Ha! Got him! Got him! <laughs> oh! I mean, I mean, what other county could this happen in besides Butts County? Talk about kicking the man in the ass. 
Oh, man. But I'm not here to honor a thief. I don't support stealing. People work hard for what's theirs. Mm, all right, that was a reach. Sometimes they do. Sometimes. But I hope I don't come across wrong with my takes on this. Because he did the crime. That's a fact. That's a fact now. He did the crime. So he needs to do the damn time. Or in this case, con- continue doing doing the time that he was supposed to be doing in the first place. Hey, man, what, look, whatever, whatever. Whatever they said he did, he did that shit. But shh, hey, you, hey, <laughs> you got to tip your cap. Bravo, my boy. Bravo. Because this is top tier robbery here. It don't get no better than this. If I told you this whole story was a lie and was actually the screenplay for the new Ocean's 14 movie, how many tickets you buying? Just off the premise, how many tickets you buying? Off the little tidbits I told you, how many you buying? Because I already got three for me and mine. I ain't going to hold you. I already got three. Like, you got to acknowledge the boldness, the creativity, the ability, the availability, and all the other illities that I can't think of right now. You got to acknowledge that. And to a much higher degree, the ingenuity. Good people of America, I'm here to tell y'all, I can't even get to speak with an operator sometimes when I call the bank and ain't nobody in my background yelling, lights out, lights out. You mean to tell me this brother finesse Charles Swabs off a Nokia flip phone? Oh, hell no. Hell no. That's the shit of legend right there. (laughs) Hey, Hey, like, hold on. What? You can't script it any better, dog. You cannot script it any better. Now, I know Mr. Kimmel is sick right now. I know he heated. Sick to his stomach. Probably rolling his damn eyes listening to this episode right now. By the way, big dog, you can always sponsor the kid and we can always tell your side of the story. But right now, this ain't that. Because you got to tip your cap. Because how in the f*** this, this slip through so many security measures, dog? Like, yo, <laughs> come on now. If I got damn near a billion dollars in any bank, Wells Fargo Bank, JP Morgan Bank, Chase Bank, Capital One Bank, I don't even know if they got a bank. Yo bank, my bank, a piggy bank, I don't give a damn. You hear me? I don't give a damn. I ain't trying to hear a motherfucker. Dang, the Charles Schwab operator talking about, boy, is you crazy? I need this call expeditiously routed to the manager. You know what? Damn that. Damn that. We passed that. We passed that. I need the manager expeditiously routed to me. Like in person, big brother. Is you crazy? We got to have a little face-to-face powwow. Yeah. <laughs> a little powwow. A little blah, blah, pow, pow. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Yo, it feels like dog. And I'm wearing all black to the meeting, by the way. Coming out with my rock roller just like Martin did. Y'all know the episode. Y'all know the episode. Because that don't make no damn sense. With a billion dollars in any bank, boy, you better have me the top flight security of the world, Craig. The world. A fun note, by the way, I realize while this ain't a prison break per se, 
the main character from Prison Break last name was Clofield. Um, I, I mean, it ain't Cofield, but it's close. Clofield, Cofield. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching. Maybe I'm not. Uh, I'm probably reaching. I just really, honestly, this is a shameless plug. I really like Prison Breaks. I leave the first two seasons. That was kind of crazy, like how they kept getting out and then they had to break into the prison. Like, oh, I digress. But as it pertains to the case, Paul M. Adi, a corrections expert, went on to state the obvious. Quote, here's the thing. Inmates don't just walk outside. Someone brought that phone inside, and that's something that can severely compromise the security of a facility. Sometimes it's guards being bribed, visitors bringing stuff in, or inmates hiding them by inserting them inside their bodies. End quote. What? Damn, that's crazy. Boy, we did not watch Shawshank Redemption, Lockdown, The Oz series, and a thousand other TV shows and movies that told us how people got illegal stuff in the jails for years. Where was your antennas when them stealing my shit out the stove? I didn't see him take anything. You didn't see him take anything. Well, look next time. Use your eyes. That's the question. Where was you, Mr. Corrections Expert, when he was robbing me blind? No, if I'm Mr. Kimmel, that's what I want to know. I, I, I'm being, I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. That's what I want to know. This, to me, sounds like an absolute failure on the part of law enforcement within that prison. Because check this. In 2016, Cofield swole up and got bold and told the guards he didn't care if they took his phone that they found back then. He ain't even care about it. By the way, he had been caught with contraband 12 times before. He told them people in 2016, hey, man, I got hundreds of phones. He literally told them, I'm not making this up. Look it up. He told them he had hundreds of phones. Now, do we really believe he had hundreds of phones? Probably not. But you caught him 12 times. You didn't think he might have 13? <laughs> Yo, so I know what you wonder right now. How did this actually go down, right? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you. See, when we were all busy with the social injustice issues going on in 2020, and rightfully so, during the early stages of the pandemic, Cofield was actually blowing up Charles Schwab's phone line. Yep, from his cell, on a burner. Now, somehow, he was able to obtain a picture of Kimmel's driver's license and a utility bill. I guess it's as proof. You know, you need that kind of thing. And then he used a text now account to make it as if his number came from Cali because he knew that was where Hollywood was out by. You know what I'm saying? And not a local Georgia corrections institute. That's when he spent just under $11 million on gold coins. Good investment, by the way. I said that. Via wire transfer. Damn. And this ain't no janky operation, ladies and gentlemen. Keep up. You got to keep up with the times because he would spend even more of the change to hire a security company to fly the gold from Boise to Atlanta, where they leave it with his now co-conspirators who've been arrested, Eldridge Bennett and his daughter, Aliyah Bennett. I mean, damn, it's in the name, dog. It's in the name. Aliyah, she a lion. <laughs> Are you dumb? Oh, man, I, you know, I, I got to chill. I got to chill. I, I just assume those two probably were the ones who obtained the photo of the license. I don't know just yet. I haven't seen their case, but I, I'm just assuming at that point. But now this is the part where it gets bold. 
After they got the coins, right, the report says, quote, the daughter went house hunting in North Atlanta before settling, settling on the two-story, six-bedroom house in Buckhead. <laughs> how, I'm assuming that's a, that was a quote she gave or maybe the writer, I don't know, but how do you settle with somebody else's money? How do you even call it settling when it's somebody else's money is beyond me. <laughs> so just in case we lost in all of this, let's review. The bank transfer was arranged on June 5th. June 16th, they got the gold. September 1st, they got the crib. Now, how can you just purchase a crib like that? I'm glad you asked. You need some type of financial inquiry, right? Of course. Of course. You gotta, you, you know what I'm saying? You gotta look like a company or something. You just can't come out of nowhere and just buy a crib like that. These people want to know what the hell going on. So as an elaborate mastermind like he is, Cofield created a company from his cell named, and you can't make this shit up. The man made up a company called, wait for it, y'all. Seriously Sound House, LLC. <laughs> hey, yo. And of course, the company just magically dissolved three days after the mansion sold. But first of all, grand opening, grand closing, ladies and gentlemen. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. But what's even funnier is Seriously Sound House, LLC. He ain't even spelled seriously right, dog. <laughs> they done spelled it S-I-R-I-U-S-L-Y. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, seriously? The signs were there. You know what I mean? The signs were there. I'm just saying. No history, no other properties underneath the name, and just this company called Seriously Sound House LLC. At least he had the heart to put the LLC on it. You know what I'm saying? I know the LLC community that be hazing y'all for not opening up a business. I know they going crazy right now. I know they love seeing that. They going crazy. You got to have that LLC to make it official. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, there it is. Now, obviously, he was caught. They found two phones in his cell five days after he secured the transfer on June 10th, but the law is slow as molasses. He ended up getting caught days later after they started the investigation, much later after September, the same way most people get caught doing shady things on their phone. You got to delete the messages, dog. You got to delete the messages. I know you having fun. I know you having fun. But you got to think, if they find this, when they see a text say, yeah, bruh, bruh, <laughs> I don't know if that's how he talk, but we going with it. Yeah, bruh, bruh, we're going to be up as soon as we steal this person's money. <laughs> as, a, as law enforcement, as, as a person who sent the message knowing you about to get caught, you got to know that don't sound like a joke. You already in prison for doing these type of crimes. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you can only say, oh, we was playing. We was playing, baby. You can only say that for so long. That's, that's a wild, <laughs> what a wild tale, right? In other news, uh, Kanye being Kanye got Kanye to boot. I mean, it's kind of simple as that. I don't have a deep take or a deep opinion on the matter, really, besides a general observance about it. Uh, I just listened to late registration, rock a few Yeezys, and mind my business. 
But it's clear as day. If you tell the world on a worldwide platform just moments after you posted a rant that you're going to go to bed, but when you wake up, you're going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jews. I mean, you kind of asking for some type of recoil. Typically, typically when people turn up, they just turn up. You don't give a countdown on it. But this ain't a typical person, and he hasn't been for quite some time. That's for better and for worse. So while he was sleeping, preparing, I guess, resting his eyes for DEFCON 3, the world was on his ass like white on rice. They were shutting him down. Clank, clank. Anything that had his name, everybody started just saying a piece. They jumped in quick. It was already bad enough. We had to see the public spat between him and his ex-wife and her family and, and the new boo, who's now the former boo. Now that I didn't and won't dive in, I typically stay out of people's bedroom. I tell y'all all the time, stay out of people's bedroom. It'll help your edges grow faster if you do. I swear it's the truth, Ruth. I swear. But with this latest rant by Ye and him having models wearing White Lives Matter t-shirts, yeah, he burning bridges on both sides now. I see now you got the Jewish community and then you got the black community really not really shaking with you well. All you got is them red cap folks. And them red cap folks fickle, man. They fickle. But I don't know what's going on with them. And I'm going to be honest. I really don't care. Uh, I do think some of the things he says make sense. It's just all the backbending and twisting you got to do to get to the point. While simultaneously ignoring all the incredibly narcissistic and egotistical antics. Bro, it's like the Olympics. You asking for a lot, big dog. I'm trying to make sense of what you're saying and it's you hearing it. And, oh, what the hell? Like, bro, if, if you're going to apologize, just apologize. Be remorseful. Don't say this, that, and other. Don't nobody want to hear why, where, what the thinking, what. I'm trying to tell you. And this is from a person who used to struggle with apologies because you never think you're wrong. Just apologize. Come from the heart and say what you mean to say. Or you ain't got to come from the heart. If it's just about money and you want to be back on the scene, then just apologize. Get a good PR team. Write something together. You know what I mean? Like, the, truthfully speaking, the world don't really be caring. They don't really be caring. As you see right now, we talking about something completely different. You got to get to the point. Now, I've never lost my mother, thankfully, so I can't say for certain how it would affect me. I'm pretty sure I'd be in shambles as well. But we can't keep letting that be the excuse either. Especially when his mom's was a known prolific educator. Hell, we even seen it in the documentary. So to poo-poo on her passion and her legacy for books and literacy by saying you don't read as if that's this thing to praise is, is just wild, dog. <laughs> it's really wild. Now, comparing it to Brussels sprouts, I'm not going to lie. Y'all might hate me for this. I low-key felt that way at one point in my life, too. <laughs> hey, man, as a kid, as a teen, young adult, man, the, the reading medium was super dry and boring. Now, I can't sit here and say I never read it. I read it because I, I had a purpose for it. I had to just read to get information or to pass assignments or whatever the case may be. But it was not my first. It was probably not even the second medium I preferred. I would go video and audio in a heartbeat back then. 
it was it was necessary to, to do for sure, but it was so mundane. That is until I found my lane. So that take to me seems more like a maturity issue more than anything. I hope the brother finds soil at some point, though. He did recently admit Sway was right after all these years, so there is some common sense here. He said that Sway indeed did have the answers. Granted, that was kind of obvious to everyone but Ye. But hey, I'm not in that industry. Maybe he saw something I didn't see. As it pertains to his artwork, his line, the Yeezy line, Adidas wilding. Adidas wilding. You couldn't all ties with a person because their thoughts and actions are disgusting. Cool. But then saying you own all the trademarks and products related to that brand this person created. I don't know. It's kind of wild. It's kind of nasty. People weren't buying Adidas because it was the thing to rock. In the beginning, people were buying Adidas because of Kanye. Now, people might still buy those silhouettes, but they still buying them because of Kanye. And if you really want to cut ties with all of that nastiness, I would have thought you let, let it go. Or lock it down if you still own it. Lock it down and don't produce none. However, we all know that Adidas will be producing a continuation of the Yeezy line. They've even said as much. And honestly, I just don't like it, man, to be keeping it a bug with you. I also don't like how Adidas seems to always avoid conversation about his origins or the past involving the Dazzler brothers, who had Adidas, a German company, full on board supporting Hitler's Nazi Germany. Oh, you ain't know about that? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's messy, man. Their past actions don't excuse yays or make it okay. But man... Sometimes you need to clean out your own damn closet before you telling somebody else what to do. And if you don't believe me about the Adidas history, well, we can discuss them and a few more companies and their treacherous histories like Doc Martin, Coco Chanel, Hugo Boss, and more in another part. Until then, Google is free. Staying in the lane of the recent anti-Semitism uh, talks, I got to bring up my boy Kyrie. I don't got much to say about this, but I'm going to say it like this. Kyrie just sounds like a guy who don't necessarily know what he's talking about. Seems like he probably got some people giving him the wrong information about some things. You can have your own thoughts and stuff, but I think, I think you have to really do your due diligence. I will say, I think a lot of the, the reaction and the outrage is, seems a bit farce, seems a bit fake. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the internet. Maybe in real life people are giving it up that way, but it, you know how the internet roll. It feels like Kyrie, and I, I'm I'm not assuming I know what's going on, but it just seems from my perspective, it seems like he going through that phase a lot of black people I know go through when finding oneself in this white America. You start guessing and questioning everything around you, but you have to be well informed when you take such strong stances on certain things. Otherwise, you opening up yourself to take hits like he taking right now. I don't believe for one second that Kyrie is a racist, but I do think he's ill-informed. And he's at that I-know-all phase of his journey. And usually in that I-know-all phase, you know very little. I mean, when you know all, you know that you don't know all. I will say I don't have any problem with his back and forth that he had with the, the reporter. I mean, 
sometimes these reporters be out of pocket. I, I don't know how else to put it. And you just got to stand your ground. And because he said exactly what it was going to be. We're only doing this back and forth because it's going to make clickbait. You don't really care about my opinion on any of these things. You're just doing it because you got a job. And I don't want to participate. It's really sometimes as simple as that when it comes to sports. But I'm sure Kyrie is probably somebody who's been told he's been right all his life. I mean, he's a star at the highest level athlete at every level of his life. I'm sure people have been telling him he's right. So there's a, a bit of a stubbornness that kind of comes with that. And honestly, if I'm just keeping it above, I think people just don't like him. So it was easy to jump onto this. Like people already didn't like him because of the whole COVID vaccination situation, which you have your own thoughts about getting vaccinated. You have your own thoughts, whether you did or you didn't. That's your own business. You did have that right. But people calling him like lazy and saying he's a bum because he didn't want to play. When the whole time he was saying it didn't make sense to play. If COVID is this bad, and it was, we probably shouldn't be playing a game. They shouldn't. But it was really just for money. And he kind of called it out and everybody ignored, I think, that part of it. You had the players in the arena getting tested every five minutes and everything, walking around each other, not wearing masks, then doing interviews, sitting in a, in a stadium with crowds who are not wearing masks. And they, these players still have to get checked. And it, it, it really just kind of didn't make any sense. It all felt unorganized and felt very money-driven. And honestly, it just seems like he just really didn't believe in it. So while I might disagree with him about COVID severity and things like that, they gave them a choice. Take the shot and play or don't and don't play. And it's his right. People brainwashed by capitalism to work, work, work and their own escapism to be entertained no matter what. I think I think they missed that part. Maybe I'm reaching, though. I don't know. All right. And so just like that, here we are now at the end of the episode. But before I leave you. I think it's important to end the pod with making sure we express our condolences. Rest in peace to the ever-creative and flow-innovative Kirshnick Ball, mostly known by his stage name, Takeoff. Takeoff, one-third of the trend-setting and culture-pushing group Migos, was tragically killed in the early morning of November 1st in Houston, Texas, at about, I believe, what was it, 2.33 a.m., right by uh, eight, the 810 Bowling Alley. No official reports have been released with the exact information, but I'm sure as you all have heard by now, it was during a game of dice. Quavo was there, Takeoff was there. Apparently, someone got into it with Quavo or Quavo got into it with someone. They had a disagreement as they were turning and, uh, and talking. Someone pulled out a weapon, someone shot, someone shot back. And then the meaning of it all, Takeoff, who was chilling in the back, just not involving any of it, he was unfortunately hit. So were two other individuals, a 24-year-old um, male and a 26-year-old female whose names haven't been released. We're not currently aware of the status of those individuals. Now, I won't go into who caused it or what happened because honestly, that ain't as important as we think it is. Sometimes we get so caught up in trying to place blame trying to find a reason. And I understand. I understand. But that's grief and distraught talking and taking over. That's confusion. That's anger. 
We don't know, so we don't say. It's life is precious, man. Life is precious and ever fleeting. Love each other more, people. Love each other more. I always, you know, tell people, make sure the last words you say to someone isn't filled with spite. Like, if it's that serious, then it is what it is. You burning bridges, I guess that is what it is, because there's a time and a place for everything. But if you really, like, care about that person and you love that person, and it's just your pride or ego, man, you never know. Like, soon as you walk out the door, you never know what can happen. Crazy things happen on this earth that we live on, man, every day. I ain't trying to tell you to beg somebody to stay or do this. I'm just saying, like, be careful because sometimes you can't take things back. Sometimes you don't get a chance to. We can go into how or why this happened, gun laws, illegal gambling, hanging out the wrong crowd, being out at late at night, poverty, um, government setting up the community, absentee parenting, lack of emotional intelligence. The list goes on and 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 on. But nobody can really say, honestly, it's so many things that contribute to all of these deaths for these rappers that you just can't like really say. And just not even death for just the rappers, but in general, in general, within the black community, specifically with black men, it's, it's, it's nasty outside. I don't really have all the solutions. I'm not the best person to speak on this. Again, I'm just talking for me personally to y'all. What I think we can do is pour more into our children in the future. That's really, that's really it, dog. Because, man, like us older folks, and this ain't everybody, but in general, like just people who are just older than children, like, yo, we washed. We washed. The older you get, the more complacent you get. The more you stuck in your ways you get. So, I hope we can change, yeah, but hope isn't a plan. A plan would be to strategize and 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 build confidence and emotional intelligence and critical thinking within our children and having some type of structure with them, some type of foundation so that they can just grow up to be better adults and the better that they become, the better the next generation afterwards become. Because, yo, man, these young boys out here, they got... They got everything and everything got a switch on it. That's what we got to start at, dog. I mean, of course, we should be the leaders and, and lead, but man, I'm talk sometimes I feel like we be talking to these adults, telling them about the world pain. And these, these people would truthfully vote for Trump twice. They did Bush twice. Like we make bad decisions as adults because we get so caught up in the other things. So I feel like if we address things early enough, maybe we can, you know, mute some of those things down. Because, man, this is just. Yo, 28, dog. 28. I'm only 33, so I'm not old at all. But 28 ain't no time at all. And honestly, it don't really matter where he was. Some people just treacherous, yo. Regardless of what it is, that energy just be everywhere. Some people just move like that, just be off. Nip was hit in front of his store giving free clothes to a homie who just got out. How solid do you, how more solid do you get than that? Trying to look out for somebody. PNB was getting a bite to eat with his lady. Was schemed on. I had no idea. Nothing he could have done differently. No matter when he left, if when, whenever he decided to leave that restaurant, they was going to roll up on him. That's a fact. 
Dolph was on a cookie run for his moms. A cookie run, bro. Like, it don't matter where you at. People just be treacherous for real. Love and light to his family and friends and beloved ones for real, for real. I can't imagine what that pain feels like. Like, going out like that, and you ain't even had nothing to be involved. I mean, there's never a good time, but it's, it's even worse when you really had nothing to do with it, or so it seems. I feel for Quavo, man. I feel for Offset. I feel for all people who really know him. People, I feel for uh, QC. Er, like everybody who just going through it. It's just that's crazy, dog. That's really crazy. You here one day and gone the next. Brothers can't get old at all, bro. We can't get old at all. And the Atlanta rap scene in particular is just man. Either y'all dying or going to jail. And man. It needs to be said, dog. Y'all got to stop being goofy on the internet. It's clear a lot of people ain't ever been outside like that. But how y'all be moving on the internet is like mad corny, bro. It's like so corny. I don't know what people get out of showing videos of people passing. But that's sick. That's sick. Clout has become one hell of a drug. It's like Freddie Gibbs said on his recent album. The government gave us CIA, crack, Instagram, and AIDS. Because, dog, the way that y'all addicted to getting some likes is nuts. I've never been around anybody that got hurt, a cut, a fall, a stumble. And I said, ah, let me pull out my phone. Let me not help this person. Let me pull out my phone. We didn't need to see Nip get killed. We didn't need that. I don't know, man. Some things I just feel like we don't need to see. Some things kids don't need to see. And in this case, some things his loved ones, who's just trying to deal with the grief of losing theirs, sometimes that's just something they don't need to see. You ever think about that? Instead of being for first and going viral? Man, what a, what a sick game we play, bro. It's a sick game we play. And blessings to the fans to take off as well. A lot of my boys been talking about it, and man, it's clear this stuff is bothering us. It's just adding up. It's just adding up and adding up. I still remember when Nip passed, brought me to tears. I hadn't cried in a, in a minute. That stuff hurt. And we don't even personally know these artists. We don't even personally know these artists. And don't be all in offset messages saying, oh, y'all need to get back together. And man, they had a, a, a situation, but they damn near like family. These people, you know, they talk outside of just being on the internet, right? They probably already communicated. Don't be trying to rush people to do certain things or whatever that they need just because you want to get this satisfaction. Like, yo, we just need to sometimes shut up. <laughs> like, like, I know it's no shave November, but I really feel like it should be no talk in November. Just shut the hell up. And just sit sometimes. Sit. In stillness, there is peace. But to everyone, man, just hold your head, stay positive, and love more. When the hate starts to set in, love more. When the pain starts to set in, love more. And care more.
and keep your heart safe. Love and peace, peace and love. We outside. Rest in peace, take off, and thank you. You one of them ones, yo. It's people that follow you and watch you that got bad intentions and don't want the best for you, you feel me? And looking at your page and see you every day and be like, nah, I want to be him and want to be the same person. Oh, you yeah. So you just got to watch it. I didn't even have a plan B. I made myself not have a plan B on purpose just so I can fulfill my plan A. Oh. So I didn't even create a plan B or even get my mind set up for a plan B because my plan A was going to work no matter what I did. And I did it. God is good. I'm chill, you know what I'm saying? I'm laid back, but it's time to pop it, you know what I mean? I mean, it's time to give me my flowers. You know what right. I, mean? yes. I don't want them later on when I ain't here. God damn it. Yeah, I mean, I want them right now. Give me some flowers. Give me some flowers.